the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. Can't complain. In sunny LA, it's about time it's sunny again. I know. Uh, I know. Just, <laughs> it's been raining. It's like sunny and 62. It's like not even like sunny, sunny, because I'm looking outside and like there's a palm tree about to blow over. So it's like not. No, yeah. It's like, I don't know what's going on with LA this year. Like spring, spring has not showed up at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's going on? No, I agree. <laughs> um, first things first. Um, I love what you're doing on the show. I know, like, I, I see a lot of people be hating on um Sarah. Well, first of all, what what are, what are what are your thoughts about the people that hated on Sarah? Um, I understand it because not everybody is gonna like you. Um, and also at the same time, I think that she's a character that has a lot of attributes that can be seeming unlikable. I mean, and also with, I, I understand it because on one level, Jordan Kent was rightfully, like he, he was wronged by Sarah so badly in season two and her arrogance and not really wanting to own it until the very end, but she did finally own it up. So to me, I forgave her because she apologized. Um, but I, I I see where it's coming from, but I love the character regardless because she's just so I've played her for three years now, so I can't help but love her. So I want to know like what is your favorite thing? Or what's your favorite thing you like about Sarah and you dislike about Sarah? Uh, biggest thing that I love about Sarah, it's it's actually funny. It's kind of the same thing because something my aunt told me a while ago was just that your biggest um strength is also your biggest weakness. So I think the fact that she says everything that's on her mind and is so stubborn it's I, I love the duality between season three episode two and three because it shows exactly what I'm talking about where in episode two she's defending Jordan and she's using that strength that she has in her words and her bark and her bite and then in episode three, whenever she is arguing with her mom, she's relentless. Like she says, that's why dad cheated on you, which is such a horrific thing to say to your mother. Um, so it's it's both. It's like either way, she just says whatever she has on her mind and she defends those that she loves. But when she's pissed, she's pissed. So. No, I feel you on that. Uh, but like one, one of my favorite scenes from uh, this season was the... Uh, uh, of course, you talk about on Twitter, like, how, why did that uh, scene with Emmanuel took uh, three, uh, five times to do? Oh, Emmanuel? Um, yeah. How, why did that take the, uh, five times to do? Okay. I heard you got slapped five times. Oh, I think I got slapped. Yeah. I, I say five because I know for a fact it was around that number. I don't think it was more than five. It could have been less than five. But um, she... Okay, so it kind of went like this. We showed up to set. Greg was like, this is what we're going to do. I was like, I need her to actually slap me. Because there's just, during that day, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get there emotionally unless I had that physical aspect to it. And all parties were okay with it. I asked Emmanuel if she was comfortable with it. She said yes. Um, and we ended up doing the scene. And, and the reason it was five times was because you have 
multiple different cameras. You have her coverage, you have my coverage. So you need the slap to look real on one of hers and you need the slap to be real on one of mine. And the first time that she did, it, I was like the first two times, because the first time she did it, I thought she was just trying to get it like out of her system. Second time I recognized that she was still kind of going really soft. And I was like, you actually, like, I love you, but you have to slap me. And one time, the third time she got it real good. Like, like it was solid slap. The fourth time she did it, she got my ear. And I just remember being like, why is the room spinning? Like, why do I hear multiple different things happening at this? Like, like you just, you're not like you're stunned for a second. And I was really trying to play it off. Cool. Cause I knew that if I said something, they're going to be like, no more slapping. And I was like, but I need it for my coverage. So, um, yeah, that's the reason why she slapped me five times was because we needed to have okay, all of those cool. things. Like people are like maybe she did like I know there's online like maybe she you know messed up a couple lines so she could get extra slap in it. <laughs> Oh, they're freaks! What? Uh, I, I saw. I saw a couple. Of the, I, saw, I don't think she would do that. No. But no, your 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 story makes more sense. Um, how fun was it to uh, shoot the you want the bear scene? Because that's like one of my favorite uh, moments yeah. from the character. How fun was yeah. that? Oh my god, it was like a dream come true. Elizabeth Hensridge, which was who is the director of Three Hundred Two, is such a professional and is such a light and the way that she carries a set is just incredible because there's just like party life in her. She's such a good, energetic, happy, yellow soul. So whenever we got to set, she created this party and like, because of her energy and because of the way that she brought everything, she allowed us to have so much fun with it. And it was interesting because we shot the throwing the pong balls first I believe and so because they have to go in like she's not going to waste time with me and Alex and and um Zach and Sydney who played the couple on the other end just kind of bullshitting back and forth and so it was funny we had one of our prop guys come over who was like and so like he would get multiple in um but whenever it got to the actual beer throwing scene god bless Zach's heart because I'm five foot Zach is six one six two I think and so the fact that I have to like throw it at him, I have to go up. And so it just went up his nose. And I just remember Zach having to like turn away and like blow beer out of his nose. Um, it was just like a party atmosphere. It was a beautiful house in Canada where we were filming. Um, but I love characters who have a little bit of... Um, I don't even know what to call it to them where they can just throw a beer and they're like, bitch. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, yeah, I know like Superman Lois, I know there has to be like some cool items on set, like between us. Like, did you take any item on set between like season one to season three? Like, yo, I got to take that home with me. Or is there an item that you're eyeing? Like, man, before the series ends, I got to take this with me. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's understandable. I mean, mm -hmm. I definitely, as I, I know there's got to be some items on there that's like, I, I would definitely want to take, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> um, who do you think is like the most uh, mis misunderstood character in the show? Ooh. That's a good question. Misunderstood. I would say my own because I feel like she's really confusing 
because she at the very beginning of the scene was season was extremely um wise and taking care of her father and and everything like that and I think the route that she's gone where she's kind of become really angry which rightfully so like when you go through trauma like you never know how it's going to come out and I think of Sarah it's coming out in multiple different facets where she still is that wise person but also at the same time she's extremely angry and has all that anger and you're going to see that develop throughout the season to where at the very end she could or could not be like a different person where you still see what I call baby Sarah so like at the very beginning of the season we get baby Sarah where she's happy she's smiley she's she's going to these parties she's but then as she's making these mistakes and she's not knowing like what's going on I think everybody has a really good arc in this season I think everybody gets pretty understood I feel like everybody gets their chance to kind of clean their slate or to be able to explain things that were not explained before yeah I feel like right now Sarah's going through like her rebel phase yeah that's exactly (laughs) what they called it too We, we had dinner we had um lunch the showrunners and I sat down for lunch and they were like because I pitched them this like whole idea of Sarah for season three and at first I was like okay what if like in the metaverse like it wasn't really Sarah that came back from from Bizarro World what if it's this other person that looks exactly like Sarah and she's Weezer like her way in and we take the whole season to like figure out that she's a bad guy and they were like, Love oh, that would have been dope. Thank like, a you. Little, like a doppelganger. That been, yes, but that like nobody been, knows until the very end. That would be cool. I thought that that actually would have been, exactly. been cool to see. That would have been a good twist. People were like, oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, exactly. that would have been like, exactly. where's Sarah at then? That, that would have been cool. Exactly. I, I, yeah, but then I they like were like, one. actually, what we're going to do is we're going to make you just a really bratty teenager. And we're going to make you go through a really big rebel phase. And I was like, okay. I understand where you're going there because it's true. It's like more realistic, but it's funny because I said no to powers at the very beginning of the season. Now they're like, baby, you're not getting any powers. <laughs> she said no, and I'm like, shit. But yeah, no, definitely. No, I, I would have loved that. The little mm-hmm. doppelganger. That, mm-hmm. um, oh, now that man. I've said it, maybe they can't do it. I don't know. Maybe what you do whenever you post this is just put a gigantic like sensor over my mouth <laughs> nobody else does and then at the end it'll be like we had to censor this because of the fact that like it could still possibly be a thing no yeah I, like I, secrets that would have definitely been like a cool no that would be like a cool twist to the no that would definitely i thank like that you. one no thank they, you you had something there i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah. uh speaking of, of sarah's rebel phase like if you could yeah. like enter the show as yourself and to tell her anything or give her any advice what would you tell her I would tell Sarah to relax, maybe learn to crochet, maybe, <laughs> maybe like, I don't know. She, she's, she's going through it. And I think where she ends up at the end of the season is exactly where she should be. And no matter what, she, like she does everything that she possibly can. And I think, where she that is at at the end of the season is where I would like her to be. So I think the advice that I would give her is just be patient. You'll get there. I want to know because like I feel like Sarah's going through a lot of trauma. Like you personally, mm-hmm. like have like what's like the most challenging scene you've done? It's so funny because now that I'm watching back the episodes, like in three hundred two, we did a scene that I don't even remember film like filming because of how much we've worked. I don't remember certain films or like certain scenes at all whatsoever. So challenging, I would say kind of just on the days where 
Hmm. That's a good question. Challenging scene. Oh, when was that? It's a scene that's going to be coming up in a few episodes. I, we're on four right now. I think maybe it's eight or nine and we're outside um, and there's multiple people in an area and we're outside and I'm freezing. I am cold. I am, I will say that like, I'm on the back of a truck. So maybe it's this next coming episode where if you see Sarah on the back of a truck, just know she's freezing. (laughs) I'm cold. I have like a heating skirt. They have like these heating pads and I have them everywhere because I'm, I just think the cold was like not. Okay. No. So no. Okay. I feel it. I, mm-hmm. I I agree with you. I would rather be warm than cold any time of the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, uh, what was that? To just ask you. Oh, uh, oh my God! I left my head. I forgot what mm-hmm. I was about to ask you. Oh, it was a good one. Okay, I'm gonna go back to a different one. What was it called? Uh, oh yeah, when you're like talking to, uh, talking to the writers and everything, like how do mm-hmm. how does those conversations even go? Like, do you Ooh, just? I. I have a lot of opinions whenever it comes to my characters only because I want to fully understand what I'm getting myself into and how to portray it and where everybody wants something during a conversation. There's an expectation. So I need to know where she's coming from, what her expectations are. So a lot of the times when it comes to our conversations, it's me calling them either the day of, which is horrible. And I'm really trying to get better at that but calling them the day of, cause there's just like all of a sudden we're playing the scene and it's completely different than I had in my head. And I'm like, Whoa. Okay. So what, what did this mean? Or there's just like verbiage that doesn't make any sense in my brain. And they'll be like, okay, it's, it's, so it's very much so kind of like mother to child in a way where I'm calling up and I'm like, mom, what does this mean? <laughs> Can you explain this to me? And they're just like, Hey, okay, this is what happens when a man and woman love each other. And then you explain it. Is there like has there ever been a moment that you shot something? I know everything doesn't make the cut, but has there been a moment that you shot like a certain scene that didn't make the cut that you wish made the cut? Um, there hasn't necessarily been a scene. There, every single scene that we've shot has definitely made the cut, which is something interesting with our show, where it, it, there's not a lot of things um, that um, haven't made the cut. But there is a scene in last night's episode where I noticed that it looked like Sarah was rolling her eyes at Clark. And that's not at all what had happened while we were filming. It's that Clark is arguing with Candace's dad for punching his son and for threatening his wife. And so whenever the guy's talking, like the actor is so lovely, but he's playing him so grimy and disgusting and so rude. And Sarah hates people like that. So she's like rolling her eyes. But the way that it was put together made it sound because it it was like she's rolling her eyes while Clark is Clark is talking and I was like oh no because then like people are watching this then they're gonna think that like Sarah's like oh Clark's but no that's definitely not what it was at all so it's actually a scene that we did that made the cut but was in the wrong area but nothing I can do about it now (laughs) they didn't really really try to put the rebel face honestly (laughs) they're like Sarah you're an ass Oh, you seem very like detailed and uh, like you just know what's going on, what you want to do. Have you mm-hmm. been like interested into the uh like stepping into director's chair for Superman Lois? I oh, could yeah. see you doing that. But have Absolutely. there been talks there... about that? 
Yeah, there's been massive talks about it, which is conversations with uh, Todd specifically about there's a um, kind of process that you go through in order to get to that level um, of getting the opportunity to direct on set. So if we end up getting more seasons, then I, I will be able to have that opportunity. But unfortunately, if we're not able to have more seasons, then I can't take that opportunity on this show. But there's a lot of opportunities outside of this show that I would absolutely love to explore. And it just is a matter of time before it happens. I also want to speak on it. I know like CW is going through like some everything's mm-hmm. like getting it's like cut through right now. Did you guys yeah. like shoot this like it was going to be the last season at all? We shot it. it it's been an emotional whirlwind because there was a, a moment in the very beginning of the seasons where we definitely thought we weren't coming back. And then in the middle, everybody was kind of getting high hopes. And and now towards the end, it's a little bit of 50-50 because James Gunn came out on Twitter, who's now the head of DC, and was like, no, Superman and Lois is definitely going to find like a place to live and, and go on for at least two more seasons. So seeing that, it was almost as though like that's a definitive, but it's interesting in our industry, it's it's not a definitive. So we still have to wait for that answer. But we shot it as though we still carried on the story arcs the way that the writers wanted to tell the stories and the way that the showrunners wanted the show to go. Um, but we didn't end it on anything. Um, we, I can't say the way that we ended it, but it, 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 we, the way that we ended it is the way that we want the show to go. And if there's two more seasons, then there's definitely things to explore that are at the end of the season. But if we don't, then there's just some things at the end of the season that I guess nobody will know about. Okay, cool. I heard there was like rumors of you guys shooting like alternate endings because you didn't they didn't know what was going on. Not that I know of. There's no alternate endings that I know of. None that involve me. But I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> so let's say like hopefully you guys get renewed for season four. What are some things you would you like to see from Sarah in season four? Oh, I would like to see her kind of step into a role where she's involved with the kids more. I find that her her story this season is very with her family. And I know a lot of my own friends who were, I mean, they don't go out as much with us and they spend a lot of time with their family. And I I know people like that in my life, but I definitely want to see Sarah explore um, being a kid more and, and like going to the party and like going out and doing things, but specifically with, you know, the boys. And I loved the scene where it was um, Jonathan Jordan and uh, Nat getting John's truck back. And I was so jealous. I was like, I know I couldn't have been in that scene. So I had other stuff, but like, come on, are you kidding me? So I definitely, definitely want to do more stuff like that. 